All right, Kevin, there we are. And there I am with, uh, I still had the, the, the echo. echo up from, from when I was working in here yesterday. My voice is annoying enough. I don't need an echo on. <laughs> oh, well, let's see a sound now. Oh, my Lord. This is God. So we had, uh, when I That's was, voice of God stuff. I'm going to need you. <laughs> I had, we were on vacation and I have the security up, cameras at my house and everything. And the guy that was watching my house for me, he didn't know I had him. So he came out on the back deck and I was like, this is God speaking to you. <laughs> <laughs> scared the crap out of him. <laughs> good times. Happy to be back though. Good. You had a good vacation. I did. I did. Mm. Very relaxing. Very okay. Relaxing. We'll get into that in a second. Let's start this show. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Foles. Yes, indeed. Here we are. Episode number 19 of the Exeter Underground. Welcome, folks. Welcome. Thanks for listening. The Exeter Underground, hyper-local news and analysis for Exeter Township. You can't get it anywhere else. Just here. I'm Jerry Gelliff. He is. Kevin Fold. So, Kev, how was uh, the vacation? Good. A lot of fishing. We had a pond on the cabin that we rented out a little bit away from uh, Deep Creek Lake, but it was a good time, and the family got to uh, spend some time with some friends that came down to visit us when we were there. It was good. It was relaxing. Maybe drink a little too much, maybe. A little? Well, after our friends left, probably a little less, but, you know, it's just how it happens. Well, you know what? You learned your lesson, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, after 47 years. <laughs> <laughs> you finally figured it out? Yeah, yeah. Even good. going to Kusan in the early 90s, did you figure you would come out of there and be like, okay, maybe not so much. Excellent. I'm yes. glad to hear it. Yes. Every scar is a, has a tail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just getting this dialed in here. There we go. Sounds better. That sounds a little better. Um, I'm going to pull you down a pinch, too, and we should be good to go. Yes. All right. So um, where do we start? Uh, we, the, could, we could jump right into the meetings, but but at the same time, there, there's just so much. The agenda it really is has happened in a couple of weeks. The agenda is long. See, that's where we need that echo. Long. Let me do it again. Long. <laughs> See, there it is. That's fine. <laughs> So so now that was uh, that was Kevin. Long. Change your name to Long. That's good. It's a little better than my last name. Yeah. Everybody, everybody mispronounces it. I'm like, it's said like a baby horse. It's not that whole. Oh, do you know Nick Foles? I'm like, no, it's not Foles. It's Fold, man. Come on. Is that feel? <laughs> the people that address things. Hey, is uh, your last name's Fisher? And we used to get when I was a kid, my mom would get stuff addressed to Fisher, Linda Fisher. Because that's even not even the same letters. No, it's not even close. No. I think they just said, we don't know how to say it, so screw it. We're just going to say something that yeah. we can. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here we are. And uh, let, let's start with the supervisors meeting. Yeah. All right, the big announcement, Kev. Right. I loved seeing the, the Reading Eagle hit piece. The, the what was it the week before a few days before it was two days before it was on Saturday morning oh, yeah yeah eat crow eat crow Reading Eagle yeah so funny they uh, so, so of course supervisors announced on Monday that they've got a a partnership with uh, what used to be Boscov's Catering and it's now Reading Hospitality Management 
by with catering by DoubleTree. Okay. There's a mouthful for you. <laughs> but uh, they're going to come in and they're going to do catered events. They're going to do weddings, business uh, business meetings, all kinds of things, proms, you name it. You, know, you want a birthday party? Go there. I, Go to the Reading uh, Country Club and get your fix. I had heard during the supervisor's meeting, Ted had talked about, or um, or I forget who said it, that they'd have to cancel the... Uh, Halloween shindig. Yes. Because not enough people. Right. And I instantly thought, no, uh, why not eventually, maybe not this year, next year, hold something at the Reading Country Club for, for Halloween for the Exeter community. One thing that my wife said to me when we were listening to that, she goes, you know, there used to one, I don't know, 10 years ago, we live in the, the township for 17 years now. Mm-hmm. There used to be things, May Days and all this stuff. There's nothing yep. for the community to do. Nothing. Yeah, it's true. Nothing. Well, unless you want to go buy a mattress, that was a great business to put inside of Exeter. You know, nothing brings people to Exeter. Nothing. Nothing brings people to Exeter. Well, you know, I mean, I've been hearing this for years. And, and one of the things that I've said to people over that amount of time, you know, we used to have May days. We used to have this. So I say, well, what are you waiting for? Get mm-hmm. off your ass and do it. Yep. Well, I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. What, so you want somebody else to do it so you can enjoy it? Of course. that's Off your ass and do it. <laughs> right. That's why not hold the things like that. If At least if you don't have a place to. You could do at the Reading Country Club. You could do an adult party for adults. So there would be alcohol and stuff. Where you could do a Halloween party where people dress up at the Reading Country Club. You could do both. Mm-hmm. And then you know, the money goes towards whomever or do a you know fundraiser for whatever. Well, that's kind of what they're going to be doing. Exactly my point. Uh, okay, so so let's let's start off with with some sound. Okay, this is George Bell making the announcement uh, about the the new deal for the Reading Country Club. And the Reading Country Club, leading with update on the Reading Country Club. Chair will recognize himself first for a announcement. That cracks me up. I'm going to recognize myself. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to stick your chin up and your and your chest out when you do yeah. it. So this evening, I'm going to read a short announcement pertaining to the Reading Country Club. George's mic is horrifically bad. Either that or he needs to be taught mic technique. I'm a talker. I'm not a technical guy when it comes to this stuff. Listen for all the pops. And this is like I've compressed the crap out of this to try to get all this stuff out. Is it a Mickey Mouse mic or what do they got? They have they're probably very expensive mics, actually. Just it, not set up correctly? No, it's it's it, it, it might be that he's on top of it like this. I mean, I don't know what it is. Right. That's why I'm saying mic technique. So. And then invite some guests to the podium. Uh, so I'll begin with the announcement first, please. Uh, the Exeter Board of Supervisors are negotiating a strategic partnership with Reading Hospitality Management through their off-premise catering division, Catering by Doubletree, to open the Reading Country Club for catered events. Reading Hospitality manages the highly uh, ranked, award-winning DoubleTree Hotel, Hilton, excuse me, in Reading, PA, where Catering by DoubleTree operates its prep kitchens in sales, marketing, and staffing offices. The partnership would give Catering by DoubleTree the exclusive right to plan and cater all events at the RCC. That's an important point. You know why that's an important point? Tell us. Because, uh, like, right now, how the Reading Country Club has been, it's the way it's been used for the last five years. 
is since it's been closed, nobody can use it. Nobody except golfers. Right. Golfers can use except it. Except for 20 okay? people in the township. Right. Exa- well, 400 people actually use it, but but 20 are members. So be that as it may. Uh, they can, they're the only ones who are allowed to use this property right now. So they rent it and they bring in their own caterer. Now they won't be able to do that. You know what I expected? They have to use RHM. That's good. Sidebar. I expected Dave Hughes through this and Nay. Nay, he no, did. no, I know, but throughout, throughout oh, through Georgia, the yes, okay. through the announcement, I expected, yeah. no, I wasn't a part, no, no, no. Wedding Country Club, catering by Doubletree would do all the marketing, scheduling, event planning, and execution at the RCC. They have promised to deliver their Hilton Standard award-winning customer service and creative cuisine to the RCC, producing custom-tailored private as well as community-inclusive events. So... I think that a lot of people aren't grabbing on to what was said. No, because it goes, they don't listen. Right. They just listen. There's an announcement in the Reading Country Club is now going to be run by the people at Boscos. Yeah. But they, I, I think that, and somebody called me today and said, you know, I don't think people in this town quite understand what's going on with this because they seem to think they're going to be going to... You know, the Reading Country Club on Saturday nights for a pop and, uh, you know, a couple of pops and, and, and maybe dinner. I'm like, no, that's not what's going to happen. It's did, special events only. Yeah. Did you read some of the comments, too? I did not. No, I I'm, I always say the comments are the best part of every single post. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, well, why can't I should be able to go. There was one person did say, I want to go to be able to have a pop. I'm like, what are you, from Pittsburgh? But that's besides the point where Delaware, right? A pop meaning a <laughs> drink. Right. But a lot of them were like, oh, I wanted, uh, there should be a restaurant. I should be able to go. I'm like, baby steps. But can anyone just be happy for one second? Yeah. One no, second. they can't. It's just like the Reading Eagle hit piece and all the comments of the people on there poo-pooing and everybody. Oh, it's these subs are the worst. These are the worst. I'm like, shut up. So so getting back to your thing with the hit piece. Mm. So the Reading Eagle has this thing on Saturday morning in which they talk to John Brown from Brown Golf who the week before had gotten turned out, or two weeks before, gotten turned out. Mm-hmm. You know, he put in a bid to run the golf course and the uh, food and beverage, and I, I, I guess the supervisors already had this in the works, and they were like, eh, yeah, yeah it's not good enough. Mm-hmm. It's not good. So it's not good enough. That's So they're the ones we voted in or got selected in, whichever way you want to say because you say that to the wrong person, right. your asshole's going to get ripped out of you. Right. But Oh, you- no, they weren't elected. They weren't elected. Well, guess what? They're there. Mm-hmm. Get yeah. over it. They are there, and you're sitting in the cheap seats. Why are you attacking democracy? <laughs> Why are you attacking democracy? <laughs> All right. Well, you're trying to ruin the fabric of this country. Because there's nothing that we can cut. Wait, wrong. <laughs> wrong. wrong. Okay, back to Stay George. in line. Weddings, banquets, proms, parties, corporate events, and the food and beverage for any golf outings will be handled by catering by Doubletree. You know, I think it's that George yells. I think that's what it is. His natural speaking voice is not really. I think that he thinks he has to yell into the mic. He's one of those guys like, hey! <laughs> not doing that. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> no, the microphone picks up, George. Right, right, right. <laughs> this stuff We'll perform all the food preparation off-site and will staff and serve for all events with their own trained employees. 
that's the stuff that's going to be missed. Yep. Yeah, but I'm going to I want to have my golf event. I want to bring in uh, uh, the St. Catherine's ladies catering. Nah, not going to happen. Yep. They also there's and the point that they're going to miss is that we don't have to put money out for this. Not a penny. No. Well, Beyond the normal fixes that they'd have to put up for anybody. Right. But the other, did, did no one pay attention to the last supervisor's meeting and the, on the when they explained the, the bids that people put in? Right. So you have to give your left arm, your right leg, your kid's forearm, yep. your daughter's toe, and your wife's ovaries. And then, then we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the, the the bids, I don't listen. I don't work. I never worked in that type of industry. I worked in a different industry, but I just those were bad ideas for the Exeter Township. And I thought the the supervisors voting them down was a good thing. So the bottom line is, you could have gone with one company that was going to cost around two hundred thousand, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay, and all they were going to do was set everything up and say, okay, your restaurant is ready to go. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Now you got to stay and they would have staffed it. Now you've got X number of employees who are, are going to get benefits and, and this, that, and you got more employees all of a sudden problem, right? Yep. Or you go with Brown golf who was going to charge what rightly so charge a, a fee to do this. Mm-hmm. Nobody does anything, for but free. no guarantees of anything. And you're going to lay out money regardless. Mm-hmm. Or you can go with this one where you literally have zero outlay. Yep. And the the company actually has a benefit because they're literally residents in the township. Right. Is there a better... Like, they still trade on that Boscov name. They don't use it, but they still trade on it. Right. You know, is is there a, a name that's more associated with Exeter than Boscov's? No. Berks County. Right. Now, I mean, how many people in Berks County or even around surrounding counties... I've shopped at Boscov's. I know I did when I was a kid. Yeah, sure. You know, I have friends that worked for them. Yeah, all of the above. So they have a they have a a want and a need to succeed. Where I don't know if the other people, I'm sure they did because they want to make money. But this is the difference is is that if you we had this conversation beforehand, um, if they're going to make money, great, and it's also going to further the community and and betterment of the community. Even better. You really think Brown Golf gives a crap about Exeter Township? They don't. Right. Boscovs does. Yeah. They, it's it's literally a function of they care about the town as well. Yep. They they want to see, and, and this might be very pie in the sky and et cetera, but I think they want to see Exeter succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, Brown Golf, they're from outside. Mm-hmm. Corsi Associates, mm-hmm. outside. It's one of the reasons why I wanted Chrissy as superintendent. Okay, I'll allow that. Bring her up. How many times did I say that on the show? Bring her up. Two I've, times. Right? I've known, One I've, was on June 7th, and one was... <laughs> but I've known... She's a good person. Mm-hmm. Bring her up. She's been in the system for a while. She's educated on it. She knows Put me in doing. coach. Right? Back to George. There will be no upfront cost to this partnership, which means that all revenue from the partnership for the township will be applied to the RCC budget lines. Lastly, in addition to being the exclusive catering partner, I'm pleased to announce that Reading Hospitality Management in Catering by Doubletree will agree to hold monthly community events at the Reading Country Club. Boom. Boom. That's huge, right? Mm-hmm. For me, that's huge. And mm-hmm. they're going to do it at cost. Yeah. So if it costs them $5,000, they're going to charge a township $5,000 to do it. Yeah. Anything over the 5000 we get to keep. Easter rolls. 
You know what I mean? Easter egg rolls, anything, holiday stuff, whatever. Right. Bring the people together so maybe they don't go on social media and say things that they shouldn't be saying to people. Actually have a conversation with people's face. Ding, 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 ding. Hey, this is... No, but everyone gets internet muscles and says whatever the hell they want. The Township Board of Supervisors, led by Ted Gardella on this effort, have submitted a list of suggested events that will allow the entire community to enjoy the RCC, starting with a soft launch of the RCC partnership in October of this year with a food truck event on the Circle Drive and a ticketed VIP event in the RCC building featuring the food of catering by Doubletree. So at this time, I would like to... Great. What's the date on that? I They have not specified yet. Put it late and tell everybody to come with a costume on. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have some costumes ideas for some of the last supervisors. <laughs> well, I I'm gonna guess that they're going on it earlier because there's an outdoor component, and the, and the longer you go into October, yeah, the more likely you are to run into problems. True. Plus, I'll be away at the end of October. So. Yeah. Oh, we want you there. Right. Of course. Everybody wants a big asshole there. <laughs> I'll be there. Don't worry. <laughs> You're a lot shorter than I am, though. <laughs> Okay, so uh, next clip is right here. Okay, so this is going to be Ted Gardell. This is going to be Ted. I love this one. Yeah. I really did, just because of you. Yeah. And just because, you know, (laughs) everyone's like, seriously, Jerry? Are you you kidding me? (laughs) I was listening to it. I'm like, I said to my wife, I said, did you hear that? She's like, no. I said, I'll have to rewind it. I'm like. (laughs) (laughs) So here's Ted fleshing out the idea. Chair recognizes Ted Bardella. Thank you, uh, Chairman Bell. I know there's been a lot of uh, speculation and conversation, especially on social media. Um, but I, I just wanted to give a little background on, on how the... Speculation, internet muscles. <laughs> right. You know, concept even came to be. And um, it, it's going to be very surprising, I think, to a lot of people because uh, the, the concept, the pitch, if you will, came from a... Uh, an evening conversation uh, with Connie Aldridge and Jerry Gellis. And my wife and I, we were watching some fireflies one night and, and uh, having a, a beverage and discussing some things. And just Connie uh, started talking about the great job that uh, the organization known at that time as Boss Gods Catering had done for her company in providing events, you know, off-site events. And she, she glowingly described things like casino nights and big dinners and special, you know, occasions. So that's the way this thing came together. We're on our back porch. and Where a lot of good ideas probably come from. Same absolutely. on my back porch. Save the world. We call that the conjure room. That's a conver- It's a conversation. This is how th- what our parents did back in the day. Mm-hmm. Well, my parents would have people come over and play Pinochle. <laughs> Pinochle. When's the last time you even heard that goddamn word? Probably the last time I played it, like, which was 30 <laughs> years ago. So we're on the back porch there, and uh, alcohol is flowing. And Ted said something about, you know, there's just like, like, what are we going to do with this country club? And Connie starts talking about how they used to have Boscov. They have had in the past. Right. Boscov's catering. Do this thing at where her, her boss throws like an unbelievable Christmas party for everybody, for, awesome. for, for the employees. I mean, I, I can't even imagine what this thing costs, but it, it, it's really a great event year in and year out. Sometimes they have it at their building, uh, at their work site. And they've got a showroom in the back where it's a it's a company that sells CNC machinery. They don't make it; they sell it. Smart. So they'll 
buy machines and hold them until somebody needs them and then sell them, resell them, this kind of thing. That's, that's part of what they do as well. So they'll take any machines they have and shove them to the side. And, and Boscos would come in and like create the room, put, put all kinds of decorations up. One time they did uh hoe down and there was bales of hay all over the place. Okay, and cool. You know, right. So there's the two components. There's that and the catering. And every time it's been amazing. The food is great. They bring people in to do all the work. The people are awesome. They've got them all trained to be exactly what they need to be. They're always smiling. Uh, numerous times I've had them. You, you, you like you get into a ball busting situation with somebody get out of here and push your kind of a thing they get immediately familiar with you it's a great thing right and then the guy that the people in the community poo poo on and and say oh you just want to sell it you want to sell the country club that guy and 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 Connie came up with the idea yeah, yeah, that guy uh, saved your goddamn not, golf club. Right, I'm not going to name names. I think he's sitting across from me or anything. But that was the funniest part of listening to that and how many people were listening to supervisors meeting. And I was loving it. I was sitting there next to my wife, and I was like, oh, my God, I love it. Just because Jerry has you have this connotation in the community and everything like this. And I'm sure mine's, you know, come people don't even know who the hell I am, which is good. Oh, no, dude, believe me, you are you, – you are – I don't know if I don't want to say gaining notoriety, but you're being stained by me. Trust me. Right. I'm sure. Which I'm finer with. But that guy that's staining me came up with this idea. Why not this? Why not? And this is the funniest part was, is that in the previous weeks and the comments, I read the comments about you and everything like that. And I'm just like, God, I, just, I don't want to say it on air. Just a big F you to a ton of people. You know what I mean? Like they just think, oh, he writes these things on social media and the exterior examiner. Blah, blah, blah. He's such a bad person. Yeah, he just saved your 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 country club that you love so much that I'm all for selling <laughs> too. And so we, we then just sat around and we brainstormed a list of about 20 different things that we thought might be attractive events for the community. And so the next day I, I contacted Connie and Jerry and said, hey, you know, I, I know you've been working with them, with your company, for quite some time. Do you have contacts? Is there anybody I could just, just call to see if, if there's you know, any kind of interest? So I made the initial call just to find out if it was like a, a big no or a maybe or a yes, and, and they were very enthusiastic. And so I immediately then contacted Chairman Bell as the lead for the RCC and said, you know, I, I, I'd like to keep engaged in this, but I'd, I'd like us to be able to go and uh, create a pitch. Uh, with them and, and see if they're interested in this. So, so they went a couple of days later and uh, had a meeting with them. Damn you, Jerry. Yeah, I know. Uh, Chairman Bell and I had a meeting with uh, several folks on the uh, on the property of the Double Tree, which which actually is a, an incredible place in downtown Reading. And they they were very enthusiastic. They had their entire team there. Um, and then uh, we began just the process of exploring a little bit more about what this could mean. Uh, we don't have any kind of agreement. We don't even you know. We, we just know the direction that we're headed. But I am so excited. He's so excited, and he just can't hide it, Kev. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> he should. Everybody should be excited. Everyone for poo-pooing it for the last how many months or years or whatever, I get it. I do. Yep. And then something like this, listen, I, I say if this fails, sell it. If this is the last hurrah try, and if anybody can do it, they can do it. And why not just 
maybe everyone, all the social media comments I saw were people bitching that they can't go and have dinner and sit and have, sit at a bar and have a drink. Okay, I understand that. Maybe we can get there. But right. listen, we're we're losing money. Hand Ridic- over fist. Right. Like literally like we're in Venezuela and we're just using it to heat our homes. Dude, it's a million dollars a year that's going down the tubes there. Mm-hmm. It's roughly a million a year. And that, and then the people are like, oh my gosh, you guys, this is the part that annoys the crap out of me. Because then all the naysayers, the seals are like, oh, you, you don't have a problem with paying out the nose, but you'll bitch about 1.5 tax increase. That's a great point. It really is. Like you're going to complain a tax increase, but you're not going to stop the problem of one of the reasons why taxes are going up and school board's taxes are going up and everything else is going up. Here's a way that the township can save money. Oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that. What you're you're not a serious person. I'm not going to even I'm not even going to entertain your stupid comments. Kev, again, it's. That's not the Exeter way. It's not the way we do things here. Yeah, we do it the way we want, right, not the way somebody else wants. We like pissing money away. And if it, you're against it, you're the problem. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 that's the lifers here, man. Jerry, they're not serious people. They don't want to better the community. All they want to do is sit on a thorny bush and complain. They want to control it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, seriously, I they want that- it to be their... Their image only. Well, guess what? I want it to be my image. And in my image, you know what we would do? (laughs) Wrecking ball. Right. I want it to be my thing. But you know what? I recognize that I'm not the only person Mm -hmm. in this town. So, okay, let's give it one more shot. As you said before, Mm -hmm. this will be the fourth iteration of trying to make this thing work. I'm a big three structure out type of guy, so I would have been out after three. I'm with you. <laughs> Get but the construction commi- commi- uh, commi- uh, equipment in there. Start doing it. So we had Billy Casper Golf when it first opened. They were nothing but a money pit. And the, the supervisor, you could go back and look at the minutes. It's unbelievable. The supervisors just approved, oh, they need 210000 Okay, give them 210000 They need 50000 Give them 50000 It was just like they were writing them checks. It sounds like our federal government. So... So then get rid of them. Viva comes in and not Viva, uh, uh, Chef Allen. And I don't know exactly what happened, but he was gone. So he must not have made much money. Then they bring Viva in and the board of supervisors kicks them out unceremoniously. Right. And and who did that? The last board, right? That was, yeah, a couple boards ago, technically. Okay, just, just Five years ago. So, so now... Whether they were in bad financial shape or not, I don't know because the business did close right after, which is why they got their $1.8 million settlement from Exeter because the jury looked at it where the judge, whoever decided and said, you caused this, you're going to pay for it. So whether they were going under or not doesn't matter. That's the third iteration empty for five years we're on number four if this one fails how many more times are we gonna try uh, way too many unfortunately i don't see it ends with this like if they'll, they'll probably try maybe it may, the backlash of shutting that down entirely and tearing it down i had a buddy of mine so he and i graduated from the same high school and he graduated with my older brother 
And he and our friends, we still talk and everything. He worked at the Reading Country Club back when he was in high school. Right. He said, but it's historical. I'm like, you don't even live in the township. You live in West Reading. Yeah, what do you I'm care? Like, I'm like, dude, you're not paying for it. And he's like, but it's historical, man. I care about that. I'm like, then move to Exeter. Move to Exeter. If you care so much, move from West Reading to Exeter and then become a supervisor where you can continue to vote to lose millions of dollars every year. If you care so much, here's a promise I will make you. Whether you live here or not, if you take a check to Christy Pearsall, she'll cash it. Right. <laughs> she'll put it in a township coffer. She'll put donations. it in there. So tell you what's your friend's name? Joe? Carl. 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 Bring Christy Pearsall a check. She'll deposit okay. it. If it's so important to you, you can pay. Yeah, you can. You're allowed. Mm-hmm. And that goes the same for everybody here in Exeter who goes, oh, but 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 we have to have it. Then pay for it. Yeah. You Just because your, your tax rate, you, you might pay, let's just say your township taxes are $900. Mm-hmm. Christy Pearsall will take a check for 1100 or 1200 well, It doesn't the, matter. It's the same people that for our federal government that taxed the rich and everything, and all these people are saying that you know we need to pay more taxes, which I don't know. You're Th- those are moron. idiots. A moron. I always say, and I always send it with the comments, of, well, if rich people need to pay more. I, I would pay more. Okay, well, here's the link where you can literally send the Treasury a check. So shut up. So either yeah. you're just doing it to virtue signal and That's be correct. a good person because That's poor correct. people... Poor people don't pay taxes. Yep. Not even federally. I had this conversation with a, one of my best friends. Well, everybody pays a sales tax. Right, but here's my point, and that's what my buddy said to me. And I said, your stepdaughter got $25,000 in a tax return. The shit she's buying is with our money. She's not paying sales tax, Jerry. She's paying sales tax with our money. Understood. <laughs> Understood. She's not using the money for anything other than, than, you know what I mean? That's not even her money. Yeah. So you're not paying sales tax. You're not paying federal taxes. You're not paying any tax because the money you're spending is ours, not yours. You didn't earn it. Okay, I, I, I can allow that. Because <laughs> you know I'm right. <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, I am. <laughs> if I give you 10 bucks and you go out buy a beer and you pay sales tax or whatever tax with that money... You're not paying for it. I paid for it. I just happened to give you ten bucks. See my see. I understand where you're coming from. You just I don't want to you. give me the win. No, I'm not giving you the win. I'm going to be abrasive. Good. Thank God. It's refreshing. <laughs> okay, so so now we have Ted. Uh, I titled this clip "Put the Clock Away." You might want to explain why. Well, uh, we'll let him say it, and then I'll explain it. Okay. I know that there are folks who kind of questioned whether or not we could actually bring the RCC back online uh, by October. Uh, I think it was Mr. Hughes who, who made the claim that you know he, he believed we could do that with a soft launch. Dave, he, Dave did set the uh, he set that timetable. October. He did said October, November could be open. And we are going to do that. It's going to be a really nice uh, external event. Uh, we've got food trucks lined up uh, for the circle drive. And then uh, the uh, catering. Bar- I love the food truck idea. I personally yes. think food trucks are the future of restaurants and stuff like that. The future of culinary. It's not, they're the present already. Right. But I also think it's the, it's the future of small businesses. And honestly, I also think that they do amazing food. They can. I've been to festivals. I, I was at a, I was the best man in a wedding um, two years ago. And they're, um, 
a uh, vegan couple. Let's yeah. just keep it that way. And they, they were brought, from Vega. <laughs> right. They brought in a food truck that did all vegan food and everything. And it was a, the most amazing food that I've ever had in my life out of a truck. And I'm all okay with it. I've been to festivals where they have the most amazing food out of trucks. And just think, you bring up one of those trucks, you put it in a bunch of them in the RCC, different ones. Heck, if you, I see them for sale. Buy one. Go put it in down by Penske right off, right down 176. Mm-hmm. Would you rather do that? And people don't, you know, it's just a great idea. The food's amazing, and it's a great business opportunity for people, too. Sure it is. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a thing. It is. You know, but gone are the days when the food truck was a dirty water hot dog. Well, I think that's different. People think of some dude down in New York City or Philly with, you know, water that yeah. is questionable with hot dogs. I mean, I remember coming out the vet when I was a kid and probably 78, 79. Yeah. And there's fat Tony with muscle shirt that's all sweaty and white and he's got the he's got the pretzels soft pretzels, pretzels underneath his yeah. armpit and it's like 95 degrees out yeah. of course we bought them and they were damn good but that brown bag had a little bit of stain to it and it wasn't from the oils from the pretzels <laughs> you're giving me the yips but I think the food trucks are amazing I, I actually I hope that uh, I can make this event because I'm all about the food truck food Double Tree Reading Hospitality Management has agreed to work with us to design a VIP ticketed event inside the country club that would really um, highlight what they would like to do for us and with us. Um, I think, you know, we, we have a list, but I, I'd love to get some community uh, input because I think people will bring great ideas and we'd like to have a monthly event that anyone in the community can attend. It's not just going to be about the people who currently use the golf course it'll be about everyone in Exeter coming back out to the Reading Country Club see I love that mm-hmm. I, George mentioned it he mentioned it I love that everybody is going to I mean yes you have to be part of an event that's going to be happening but you can now use the property that you're paying for right and I love the emphasis on everyone George could yell that in there Everyone. Hold on. Say it again. Everyone. <laughs> Works perfectly. It does. It does. That's so, good. Yeah, it's a great thing. Making it uh, into a space that the entire community can enjoy. So I am so thankful that they um, are interested in becoming our partners. I know we've got a bit more work to do, and uh, we need approval of the full board before we can go ahead. But I hope people in the community are very excited and I hope those who set a clock questioning whether or not we could actually pull this off will uh, put their clock away and and maybe set it for uh, perhaps some other advancements that could happen in Exeter as well. So uh, Ted is referring to Mike Giappina there. (laughs) (laughs) So Ted's referring to Mike Giappina there, who I guess on the Exeter Informant Facebook page has a clock and, and has had a clock ever Does since he? Dave Hughes said, oh, we can have this open by October, November. He's one of my least favorite people. When I, eh, I like Mike. Mike and I get along just fine. I, I kind of bashed him at a school board meeting one time because he's telling, I work in healthcare. I know that masks work. Okay. I remember that. They don't. <laughs> I and, remember that. And then, and then later after the school board meeting, someone contacted me. I'm not going to name names. It was like, yeah, he doesn't work he works for in marketing and security for a hospital and then the next school board meeting i was like there's people up there 
making decisions on information that they don't know and think it's backed up because they tell people they work in a medical industry where you're working in marketing and security, dude. Oh, God. Good and then they mask our kids. Yeah, I, re- I remember at shit. that meeting, oh. you were you standing five feet away from me he's on the stage and you're pointing at each other and yelling. It, oh. it was it was great theater. I can't I can't. I hate people that virtue signal like that and lie to back up what they're doing. Just say you think they work. I know you're wrong. Everybody knows you're wrong, but you're going to sit there and say that you work in a medical field. So you oh, you have more more uh, credibility than you do me. That's why they do that crap. Oh, I work in a medical field. No, dude, you work in marketing and security. Shut oh, up. yeah, well, I have a podcast. So yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. See, I got a podcast. See? <laughs> yeah, Mike, I worked in politics for five years. I went to, I was a biology major. I have a friend that is a, uh, that is a, uh, a, a hygienist, an industrial hygienist. You know, the people that go around the hospitals that you say you work in, in the medical field, and teach them what works and doesn't work. Oh, I can't stand that. <laughs> so now we have uh, word. Uh, the supervisors are talking and and they're discussing like like w- what they think of of the announcement. Nay, nay. <laughs> Hang on. Are there any other supervisors that wish to make comment at this time? Uh, I like just comment that I'm glad that we finally are going to get it back. And so we got Michelle Kircher piping up and open to the public. And I think that uh, myself and everybody else will be really surprised of the nice events that they pull off. And uh, they were told about the 100-year anniversary next year. They're excited about that also. And uh, I'm looking forward to go- going out and seeing the residents in the building enjoying it. So Michelle is a very understated person, and, for, and, and that was the equivalent of her getting out on the dance floor and shaking her booty. I've never met her, but she seems... Very laid back, very passive. She's a very nice woman. Um, I hope to meet her someday. I, I would like to see her assert herself some more. But um, so, so that was Michelle. And now we have George on the deal. Lastly, I'll just say uh, it was really great to have a local partner, but someone that had the vision to. I'm not crazy, right? No, man. When he does talk, it's like I have to pull my ear, my my uh, headphones away on my left ear because it's so he's. He he could come back three four inches on the mic and he'd be fine. We have to do mic training. <laughs> George, George might be listening. George, we need to have some mic technique lessons. Just a couple inches away from it, bud. <laughs> Run the community events at cost. That's a commitment they've made. In this way, we found a way as a board to essentially reopen the country club and do it in a cost-effective way, open it to golfers and non-golfers alike, and with the support of the community, no doubt there will be additional phases in the future, perhaps even a full-blown restaurant, but we have to start. Perhaps even a full-blown restaurant. He said it in the meeting, and people still didn't hear him say, we don't have one yet. No, because they don't listen. They read, these are the same people that read the headlines of stories and say Brett Kavanaugh is a gang, gang rapist. He's not? I really don't care. I'm not a fan <laughs> of him anyway, but he, I'm pretty sure he's not a gang rapist. It's been vacant for almost five years. He rapes gangs? <laughs> just, oh, I, just go I on? I almost said something. I almost said something. <laughs> and this is just an excellent way to get it open, have events, weddings, golf events, uh, proms, and all these business meetings, 
uh, and have it a first-class catered experience. And the fact that they're willing to do the monthly community event at cost to them, not just the launch in October, but a full series of them next year, is just a pretty amazing and something that we did not feel that other. How do you poo-poo this? I don't know, man. <laughs> right? I don't get it. I, you know what it is? It's I'm telling you, there's the people like, well, it was Jerry's idea, so it sucks, and I won't be for it, even if they give out gold bars to everyone and cure cancer. Mm. Um, and then there's the people that they didn't do it, as we know, probably the, the dwarves. I didn't do it. The seven so intellectual I, dwarves. I'm going to be against it. And then there's the people that, that are just like, just negative Nelly all the time on anything that they didn't, they didn't have a preview to it. Yeah, you know, I don't understand it. I would like to think that if I uh, if I just happened across this, that I would be in support of it for no other reason other than I know this thing isn't going anywhere right now. Right. How many? Time- I know we're not selling it. Which could come a couple of years from now, maybe. Hopefully, right. hopefully not. I am praying that this works out. Me too. I I want it to work. I do. I want it to work, but I want it to be equitable to everybody. Right. And, and you never heard me say ha- that word. <laughs> no. Equity, Jerry. I might have to. We're gonna have to pull some toenails out. But I had to get Brett Kavanaugh <laughs> after me. Hey, there's a gang over there for he's, you, Brett. He's coming to your house. Uh, no, I just you see a lot of people talking in the community that we need to do things to bring the community together. Well, here you go. Wow, what a great comment. Here you go. What a great comment. And it's just that the 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 again, the, it's the negative Nellies that they're not going to be for anything. If you're not helping in this, you are in the way. Right. Step aside. Right. And that's the thing is like, oh, my God, Jerry Gelliff came up with a cure to cancer. Well, I have cancer and Jerry Gelliff's an asshole. I'm not I'm not going to take that cure because Jerry's an asshole. <laughs> but you're going to die of cancer. I don't care. That's these type of people, man. So after you die, is he still going to be an asshole? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's going to be a bigger asshole because you didn't tie the person down and cure them, Jerry. Yeah. It is in the process that weren't quite integrated to the fabric of this community we're going to be offering up so more to come on this folks but i'm super excited and he's super excited not just excited Mm. everybody should be super excited dude i I gotta tell you it's i i i I don't want to oversell it and say it's a new day but it's a new day it's a new opportunity when a new opportunity a real honest to god opportunity presents itself you have to go Dude, we have to see how this plays out. Also, how about this? Simply put, it's a positive in the community where horrible things have been happening. That poor little boy died of uh, sickle cell anemia in third grade. Holy crap. Just horrible. The woman killed her daughter. Yes. Horrible stuff going on in the community. Things are not going good around the country. Inflation's ridiculous. Everything costs more. Wow. Violence is out of control in Reading. It's a in the Hop, cities. skip, and a jump from our from our doorsteps. Yeah, everything's going to crap, and then you have something positive like that that we can bring the community together. And you know what? Maybe if you want to come and tell Jerry and I, and we're an asshole to our face, we'll be at the events. This type of thing is that we'll bring the community together. Okay, well, you might not like us personally, but guess what? We sit down. I guarantee, and I've said this since the beginning, and I said this after Trump lost. We have more in common with the people that we disagree with than 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 we don't. That's right. So if we sit down as a community and be like, listen, I'm not for this, but I'm for this. Okay. Well, here's maybe, here. why do you think that way? 
okay, well, I've been very good at this for 20 years and having people look at things differently. And all my friends and all my readers and my subscribers can tell you that. If you listen to people talk and explain why they believe the things that they do, it's a lot easier to understand it and have a conversation. And understand them. Yes. That's what we need to do. And most of them are mental and have a problem, but that's besides the point. (laughs) No, but if you listen to people in the community, what's the better in the community? This is the whole thing. As everybody in Exeter want clean water. Yes. Everybody in Exeter want clean air. Yes. Does everyone in Exeter not want to piss away a million dollars every year? I should certainly hope so. I don't want to piss away a million dollars. I'm okay with dirty air. (laughs) (laughs) But I want clean water. Right. So two out of three is not bad, right? Right. But that's my point is, is that we can actually have conversations with people because I guarantee we agree on more than we don't. Yes. That's the end of it. Agreed. So we get to the the actual vote for the um, for the motion to to continue negotiations with Doubletree by Hilton with catering by Reading Hospitality. I got a comment on this one after it. Yeah. And this is where we are. I'm going to uh, ask all those in favor in continuing the dialogue and working on agreement with Doubletree, please say aye. 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 And those opposed, nay? Based on the fact that I wasn't involved in any of the negotiations, this is something that (laughs) came as a surprise and that we do. That laugh was Ted. I didn't hear it on the original YouTube. Yeah. um, But I heard it now, and that goes along with my, my comment. So uh, you didn't play with my ball, so I'm not going to play the game. You're not wrong. Usually not. But what I'm saying is, is again, if he did, wasn't a part of it, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Yeah. What are you five? It it just backs up the things I've been saying with him. Like he acts like he's five years old sometimes. This is a good positive thing. It's in the beginning of it, and hopefully by October everything's set up and done. Great recognizes uh, you, you're going to vote no. Mm-hmm. Remember that you voted no. And if this launches and turns it all around, you voted against it because you didn't get your way. And if you see a lot of the things, the way he talks and the way he acts and the way he comments, it's all backed up by that. The bottom line is get behind this, okay? Because this is just to continue talking to them to hammer out mm-hmm. a deal. You're going to get one more opportunity to actually look at it. Mm-hmm. And vote yes or no. Guess what? I don't know what what the structure of the deal is going to be. What if uh, DoubleTree comes in and they start making all kinds of crazy mm-hmm. demands and you got to, no, they're not going to. But you're voting against going to that. Right. To the negotiation it of it. It doesn't look good. It's no, a bad it, look. It makes him look like a little immature crybaby, which he looks a lot lately. And I've said it on the show. He looks like he's... Five-year-old. Yeah. Do, do not have any financial details related to this. My uh, vote has to be nay. So for one vote. Thanks for the extra commentary, Dave. <laughs> like, did he even listen to what George or Ted said at all? It doesn't sound like it, but but at the end, thanks for the extra commentary. <laughs> you could have just voted, but okay, you want to explain it? Listen. It's to continue the negotiations. Why would you vote no other than you're five years old? So it's, he tried to justify his vote is what he did there. Right, because he, he tried feel- to justify the no vote. He's, well, I don't have financials. You don't need financials at Not this point. Not at this point. point, you don't. 
I mean, I, I get it. You know what? From what he said there, he was frozen out. That's what it sounds like. When you act like a five-year-old, that's what happens. We don't have five-year-olds. You in are an elected <laughs> member of a board. I agree. He Agreed. should get, whether you know, he resolution. He should have been told. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Ted will tell you that he reached out to him at some point. I don't know when. Okay. But just get on. Say, just, you, you want to make a comment? Go, eh, I don't know a lot about it, but it's not going to hurt to talk. I understand why Dave's angry. But I it, do too. But the thing is, again, Trump of Exeter put himself in the situation. They don't need his vote anymore. No. And that's the part that's part of politics. It is. And as a person who worked in politics for five years, I understand it. But the problem is, is when the big boys are talking and you're gonna act like you're five, yep. it's not a five year old conversation. And that proves right there to you don't even want to extend a negotiation or talks. Why? Oh, because you weren't involved. Well, maybe you weren't involved because of the way you've been acting. Yeah. Like, I don't have anything personal against Dave. I'm just calling it like I see it. Yeah. I voted for him. But the problem is, is if you're going to act like a five-year-old, it's the same reason why I, my wife and I don't discuss our financials with our kids. They're, they're 13 and 12. They don't understand. Yeah. And apparently, he just seems like he has a wet diaper and he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to, I, I, I got pissed off because at I got, the moment. Yeah, dude, then you know what? Maybe change the way you're acting, especially during the meetings and with a petty little crap. And then maybe, maybe have some conversation. Listen, you know what? I, I, I'm going to be the bigger man and turn the leaf. I probably shouldn't have said some of the things I said. I apologize. And the fact is it's going to continue because they don't need his vote. Yeah. They don't. And a part of the political game is you need to recognize that. Right. And that's the part of whipping. Yeah. They don't need him to be whipped for a vote. Yeah. They don't. That's part of politics. And if you don't like it, you shouldn't have ran and become a politician. And it's sad, but dude, whatever. It's the way it am. You you put yourself in this position. And I'm sure he's like, Kevin, dude, I don't know you personally. I just see the way you're acting. I see you at the, the meetings, the, what you're saying. It's unprofessional, and it seems immature and petty. So that was the announcement, the big announcement for the uh, for the township. And uh, I, I, honest to God, I'm looking forward to to seeing how it plays out. I really wish Ted, instead of laughing, because he did he he called in on that one, right? Yeah, he was away. So I really wish he would have just. Um, Played a certain sound. Played a certain sound. I gotta find it. You gotta to see, find it. I have it. to see if I have it still. Where is it? Uh, you know what I'm talking about. There is really nothing that we no, can hide. Not that. Not one. that. <laughs> no. The, uh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh. I think I still have it. Oh. Here you go. Why is it not playing? Oh, oh, what do you what do you mean? Okay, okay. Yeah. So, so, so Dave says, and uh, you know, I was not consulted. Let's try it again. Let's try it. I was not consulted. 
Huh. I didn't want to become a soundbite, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one, though. It is. It's, it's a keeper. Yeah, I, I, I give... If I was Ted, I would just... Thank God he had to call in. I would, next time he does call-ins, I want, I want a video streaming of his face. When Dave, <laughs> when Dave, some, when Dave <laughs> says something, Ted, I want a video. You got to just shoot the video during the meetings. Send it to Jerry and I. Zoom. I want to see it. I want to see it. So, you know, with, um, with, with that done, now, now we need to also talk about how the former supervisors are still yapping. They're still <sighs> yapping. Okay, when the uh, uh, you know, at the last meeting, when when George mentioned that the police pension fund had lost five million dollars. Yeah. Of course, Jeff Anderton's got to get on. Oh, they're not watching the store. That's uh, they're they're screwing up. They're they're losing money. Well, here's here's a question for you, Jeff. Who was on the board that put an additional ten million dollars that was not necessary? The plan was already funded at 80 something percent above standards. And you put ten, and they put ten million dollars into that plan. Who was on that board? Was it you? Yeah. Was it Darren O'Donnell? Mm-hmm. Was it John Casadas? Mm-hmm. Was it uh, who else was? It? Was it Dave Spies? And I don't remember who the fifth one was at this moment. Yeah. But did you guys do that? Did you put more money into it to be lost? Yeah. Under higher, like, like. Market risk as opposed to the safe stuff that pensions are normally in. Right. Or guess what bill I just paid on Monday? Taxes? No. My water bill. Water bill. $318. That's insanity. $318. That's cheaper than last month, though. Last month was $330. What are you doing in your house? We have a pool that is my entire house. I have a daughter that takes half an hour showers. Twice a day. I'd put a timer on her. I, I, she, she said to me, "What do you time me?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do." Yeah, because <laughs> I, because it seems ridiculously long, and I'm thinking I'm just maybe getting a little old. I've been punched in the face a whole hell of a lot of times, and I'm like, maybe I'm just screwing up. No, you need to hire a brass band to go into the bathroom at ten minutes, <laughs> right? <laughs> but yeah, I just pay my water bill. So how many other people like that are around two fifty or up to to over three hundred dollars like me? Well, I'm at uh, I'm probably at two hundred to two ten, mm-hmm. and my whole neighborhood. Just think about that. Now, who Jerry? Refresh my memory. I mean, again, been punched in the face. I was in a major car accident when I was twenty two. Some minor brain damage on memory and stuff. Minor, really? Minor You're on calling that minor? Fr- frontal lobe, frontal right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, could you refresh my memory? Who sold? Um, the water and the sewer rights to Pennsylvania American Water. The the, uh, the sewer plant, which used to be owned to Exeter Township, was sold to them by the Exeter supervisors. And who was on that board? Um, I know John Casadas was. I know Dave Spies was. Okay. I, I, I Vinny Bancone was. Okay. And I'm uncertain who the other two are. Mm. Were. Mm. I haven't done. Aren't there some of them the same people that complain on social media and? Oh yes. Um, okay. They just, are I'm just checking. Just they are. Just wanted yeah. to check. Yeah. Okay. They're just the same check. people. Okay. Now just imagine someone that's older. Yeah. That's older, or maybe a single mom. What's what's really get down to it? So yeah. a single mom raising three kids because her yeah. husband died of cancer. Horrific. Right. I've been through it. My mom died of cancer when I was thirteen. So. Their water bill 
is $250 a month. Mm -hmm. That poor woman's water. Let's really go deep on that. So those supervisors did this to her. Yes, and you know, I think that something has to be, uh, you know, we kind of need to find a way to hold them accountable for this crap. Now, a couple of weeks ago, now again, a couple of weeks ago, Darren O'Donnell, who was on that board, as I mentioned before, posted on the Exeter Township Community Facebook page that she was nearly run off the road by a driver who wasn't paying attention. And she wrote something like, you should have more consideration for other people in absolute righteous indignation. So she took the time out of her day to write that. Yes. So I saw it and she I probably said, wrote it when she was driving. She probably <laughs> did. She was speaking it into her phone. So I said, you know, you put our money at risk. You sold the sewer plate. You were part of the board that did so many things to injure this township, to destroy the finances of this township. Mm-hmm. And you're getting uppity about this? Hey, maybe it was someone that just had a little bit of road rage because they saw her driving and they were pissed because they pay three hundred dollars of for water. Perhaps, maybe accountability. Not that I'm for violence against anybody. No, but do you? This is the part that crap drives me nuts. Why would you? It's the same thing as posting pictures of your dinner. But why would you? Why would you go on social media? And make a post about how you got rent. If I did that every single time for 26 years, driving 13, <laughs> 13 years down to Exton, 13 years up to Lebanon every day. And the problem was, is mostly when I came around Exeter by the Fairgrounds Mall over. Dude, I'd be posting that. I'd be complaining 24-7, 365 about yeah. that type of crap. I get it. Maybe it was traumatic to you, but guess what? You know what? A lot of the shit you did as a supervisor was traumatic to many other people. And still going on till this day. That's right. So stow it. I'm not interested in hearing They all should shut up and sit down. I get tired of saying that, but they should. So in that vein, I came across something. (laughs) I can't wait for this. (laughs) I came across something. I found that a bunch of our former supervisors made a country hits record, a country music record. Huh. Yeah. Uh, uh. A bunch of our former supervisors made a country music album. Huh. Huh. Yes, Ted, it's true. Huh. He probably owns it. Oh, where do you think I got it? So I, I found this, and uh, so I went searching on YouTube, and I found the uh, the promotional clip for it. Okay, the, the uh, teaser for the album. Yes, the teaser for the album, and uh, here it is. KTEL Records presents the country hits of the former Exeter Supervisors. You can listen to former Exeter Supes moan and wail about how the current board is cleaning up their messes. Messes like not getting a food and beverage operator for the RCC for five years, selling the sewer plants, refusing to pass balanced budgets, lying about how much the golf course makes, and losing money in the police pension fund. You'll hear hits from Jeff Anderton. I got stuck inside a tanning boot today. 
burn my pecker right down to the nub. Some say it's come up ins. That right there's a rub. Cause I took taxpayer money and put it at higher risk. When all is said and done and all the crying's won, I think I just really miss my dick. John Casadas. We sold the sewer plant And then we spent the proceeds On all of our schemes and our plans We sold the sewer plants Darren O'Donnell Put some money at great risk Just about ten million bucks When the lost became five mil All I could say was, oh shucks I gotta run off of the road Buy a bright blue Subaru The driver didn't even say A simple little Oh fuck you And a bonus track from old baldy bastard himself, Joe Stahl because all we did was lie about how much the golf course made You know it cost us all a bunch of cash We lied and lied and lied And if you all had known You would have thrown me out on my ass You can get these and other hits by calling 800-I'm-a-whiny-bitch That's 1-800-I'm-a-whiny-bitch Or go to our website, I'mawhinybitch.com so, Kev, there it is. That's, that's, uh, that's astonishing. I never knew there was that album out there. I would have owned it sooner. Yeah, the thing that was weird about it to me is you had four different people singing. They all sounded the same. They did. And especially Darren O'Donnell, who's a woman. She sounded like a man. Hey, what, you, you can't say that nowadays, Jerry. You can't? You can't. I just did. You doing her gender, dude? <laughs> Apparently I am, I just yes. screwed up by saying her. <laughs> you can't even keep it straight. And you're no. completely politically correct. Sure. Jeez. So that is uh, country hits of the that was former awesome. Exeter supervisors by Ktel. That was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I did. Yeah, I, I wish I could have sang it a little better. <laughs> but I don't like I told you. I don't think it's supposed to sound great, Jerry. It's not, <laughs> yeah. If you, you should hear me sing, my kids tell me that I could kill cats. It's not good. Okay. All right, so now on to the school board meeting. I was not around for this one, but I, I tried to watch a little bit of it. Okay, well, you know, they not a lot happened. This is the July meeting when they combined the cow, the committee, the whole, and the, uh, the voting meeting together because there's not a lot going on because people are on vacation and whatever the hell else. Right. So uh, 
what we have then is uh, there's a student from Exeter who's going to Ole for, you know, agriculture, farming, whatever classes. Is that, has this happened before? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's not uncommon, I think. As a graduate of Ole, yeah, it's probably the best school in the area to do ag. Yeah, for a thing like that. So the kid wants to go there. So we're, we have to pay tuition to Ole right. for that. Sure. Is the way it goes. But wait, wait, here's the thing. I didn't even know this was possible. So the student said, hey, Oli has an ag program that I want to go take part in. Right. Wouldn't and that be we don't the, offer that. Wouldn't that be on the parents then? No. Because you could say, if I wanted to send my kids to Oli, I could. I'd have to pay for it, though. Yeah, well, that's different. I mean, this is for a very specific thing. Well, what the hell's the difference? So have your kids go for ag and Exeter will pay for it. My son probably would love that, but I, no. I don't agree with that. I think the teacher, you want to, if you want it for one program, okay, then you, the parents. Well, no, he's going to go, the, he, he's going to school in Oli. For, for, okay. for everything, but but he's going to have a concentration in that ag. I don't area. agree with that at all. It's the way it is. The, the family should have to pay for it then. It's the way it is. They do. They pay taxes. No, well, then, and then the money follows the kid? Oughtn't it? It should. Isn't that what we do? Right. Isn't that but what that, we want? But that's my point is that then make it a whole voucher program and said the kid wants to send it. If the kid's parents want to send him to Oli, this is the beginning of it then maybe. Hey, There's this, is our thing. Inkling, this is our inkling. So if the kid's parents want him to go to Oli, then they get a certain amount of money, which we had discussed this. Arizona just yep. started doing seven grand, which is bullshit. Yep. But okay. So what's to say 10 grand. So that kid's parents get 10 grand. They take that money from Exeter and it goes to... Uh, to Oli. Yeah. How many of the people that are for this are against charter schools? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> right? This is, it's the, it's, then if you're for this, you're for the voucher program. Right. I'm not for the school having to pay for it because that isn't the school's money because the school doesn't, the school's like the federal school government. school doesn't have money. Right. It's like the federal government or the state government. They don't have any money. They have own nothing, create nothing, do nothing. So John Fiddler asks a question about it and then gets an answer. Yeah, so just curious to know if we looked at any other programs besides Oli. This has been going on for many years. <laughs> so, John, so John is like, can we find an alternative? Is there is there something that's a little cheaper? He's just looking for anything. And, you know, that's being responsible, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Quinter's got to answer. Then, I'm <laughs> then drunk uncle at turkey time and like, yeah, I you should be going on for 50 years I, I made the comment to uh, Julia this morning that this guy should be graduating fairly soon he lives at toward the end of Oli Line Road how would I, I don't care that he lives matter? toward the end of Oli Line I don't care he might live on in Muhlenberg who gives who cares you oh my god now in- uh, so it's convenient for the family and it's a specific curriculum. Since I was on the board, so I, I would imagine it's uh, probably since seventh or eighth grade. So that was a really bad edit on my part. I had to smash a couple of things together. I lost about three seconds. Doesn't matter. I'm just laughing say. at his voice. Again, my question is: Are there other programs that we could have gone to? Fiddler follows up. There was not one at the time. This was approved for that student to go to that. Course, I have not researched it since then, but the uh, only curriculum was uh, specific to his needs. Here it comes. Okay, that was really a question for the administration. I should have been clear. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Again, it's 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 that uncle that might have had too many scotchy scotch at Thanksgiving, just talking about things that are totally out of what the conversation's about, but has to throw his two cents in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he comes. He just woke up from the from the lazy boy. <laughs> like, what are you doing, man? That was actually a question for the administration. <laughs> Follow along, Bob. What was yesterday, Kev? Uh, well, it could have been Tuesday. You know, 50 years ago it would have been a Thursday, but this week I think we're kind of sure it's Sunday. It was National Scotch Day yesterday. Is it? Was it really? Yes, it was. What a quinky dink. <laughs> you sent that to me too, didn't you? Yes, I sent you a message last night. I said, remember this for tomorrow. Oh, I forgot. I set you up and you forgot. Nah, I forgot. Okay, so, so then we have, um, what else do we have here? Next we have a hamburger picks up the question at some point and he expands a little bit. Okay. Uh, what is this one called? And okay. I guarantee it's going to be filled with. I mean, I know that I think we have a policy that kind of blathering. Yeah. Specifies that if a student opts for an agricultural program, that's not available in the district that the district would pay for the tuition. I, I just thought maybe it was the student that has the right to, choose that program and not be and the program is not necessarily identified by the school district the family solicited that we approve this like i said many years ago and because their proximity to the yoli school district uh, is this difficult oh my god it's like it's just hard listening to him talk because you know nothing he's saying is making any damn sense whatsoever (laughs) the most financially advantageous and that we didn't have to pay for uh, transportation out to any of the other schools. And quite frankly, I don't know if anything else. Surprise Exeter's just like, listen, you live, Bob's like, you live on a county line, right? Or the line between all of you, you can walk. Because 50 years ago, that's what we did. You could probably walk to that damn school. <laughs> Living on Holy Line Road, get it, get up to Holy Turnpike, make your left, go up Wegman Road or whatever that road is. How long till Bob's like, you know, when I was a kid, <laughs> <laughs> when I, I walked uphill to school both ways, barefooted. By golly, it was available at the time, but but we used to say there was nothing more beautiful than an Oli student and his tractor. So. Thank you, Mr. Quinter. Does he Is have there one, does anything he, you want to add to that, Doctor Heller? Does he have one of those? <laughs> Do you have anything you want to add to it, Doctor Heller? <laughs> Again, putting him just don't don't shut up. Like, he's seriously the guy that was asleep on the armchair and woke up and thought he had something to say. Yes. And uh, does he have one of those voice things? Like, you know what they do when they cover, like, you know, to break up someone's voice, you can't tell who it is. So <laughs> that's what he sounds like. No, he doesn't. Like. It's, that's what he sounds like. I've seen the man, but it's, that's what he sounds like. I, wa- I saw him and another uh, supervisor, or school board member outside of Liberty one night when I was going to dinner with my family. Yeah. Not mentioning who the other person was, but. They looked at me and then looked away real quick. I doubt they knew who I was. Yeah. The one did yeah. because I've spoken on school board meetings. Right. Bob was like, mm. and the, the other one was probably like, that's that, that's that asshole. That's that guy that hates scotch. <laughs> you don't like him. I don't like scotch, but there's probably <laughs> true. Bob. Uh, He's a bad person if you don't like scotch. He hates scotch, that guy. That's why I looked away. <laughs> He just it, yeah, times, no good bastard. How many times do you have to get shot down in a meeting like that and just be like, well, it's been twice, so maybe there's a third time. So my whole point of life is three strikes you're out. So maybe he gets shut down a third time. But I don't think so. I don't know. 
It's just listening to him is like, like you just, dude, he's the reason why meetings are three and a half hours. Oh, uh, part of it. And he just likes hearing himself think. That was or three talk. or four minutes that, that he didn't need to say Ending anything. up when there's nothing more beautiful than a boy in his tractor. That's what we used to say about them only. When did you say that? Because when I went to Oli, I went from eighth grade to 12th, and I never heard that once. <laughs> but it was 50 years ago, so he's a little older than I am. Yeah, he's a little older. <laughs> a lot, like dust. So that the other thing that happened that, that was of any kind of consequence at all was uh, this new security coordinator job mm-hmm. that they're pushing through at Exeter that is not necessary. You but don't think it, so? No, not at all. They already have somebody in the house who's doing it. It's the job's getting done. Why do you want to create a job? Are there armed security guards at Exeter? No. And this person won't be armed either. Seriously? This person is a coordinator. They will coordinate the paperwork. But they're not going to coordinate anybody no. they've armed? No. Why? No. See, I'm all for because having, I'm, Because I'm, the sissies on our board are against guns. That's why. Really? Yes. Then who do they call when someone comes at them with a gun? They call the them guys with, guns. with the guns. Okay, just checking. Yeah. I'm all for this. Is I'm all for whenever any of these school shootings have happened, I'm a big-time Second Amendment guy. Anytime this has happened is you – listen – I support the police, good police, but cops come after crimes have been committed, okay? The best way to stop a crime is to be armed yourself because cops come after you. You call 911, and then they get there in minutes. And in minutes, a woman can be raped, can be murdered, kids can be shot. Look what happened in Uvalde. They stood outside. And here's the point. No disrespect to any cops, but it's been proven in courts that they have no legal... um, means to they don't have to protect you they don't have to go in no okay and they proved it right again and again and again look what happened in florida and then look what happened out in texas so my point is is you arm the teachers well you want to have all the teachers have arms no you have the teachers that want to be armed and get trained they have to go through training i have a company that i'm I'm friends with the owner that they could go they're ex-military they do nra training I could set it up for you, and I could even maybe get them to do it at, for a very, very cheap price. Mm-hmm. So you arm the teachers. And here's the thing. you don't. The best thing is you don't have to tell anybody. Are there armed teachers on a premises? Yes, because gun-free zones are the as dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. So the problem is, is you have people on the... Why would you not want to arm teachers to defend children? I don't know. It, it, I, you know, I suggested arming teachers when I was on the school board. And I went so far as to lay it out that they would have to be trained. They would have to take, yes. you know, certification training, yes. however, whatever the, the yes. regu- normal regulations certain are. Amount of, a certain amount of time in the, in, the shooting, in the shooting range, too. Let's buy them a gun club membership. Yep. Let's buy them bullets. Mm-hmm. Let's buy them ammo. Yep. Okay? And... Have them log in how often they're at the range practicing. Yes. You want to wear, you want to be armed at school, monthly trainings. Once a month, yep. you have to go. Log a certain amount of range times. I have a great company that does it right now. Okay. You do that. You arm the teachers that want to do it. At least there's someone in the house that has, in, on the property that has a gun. So you would need multiple teachers in a lot and blah, blah, blah. Every right, single right. school. That it just, it's, this premises that the police are going to come and save you or anybody's going to save you, it's not, it's not going to happen. 
No. You got to save yourself. Right. And that's the point is if you have a bunch of kids in a classroom and someone comes in with a gun, you're already screwed and calling the police is not going to do anything. You best have a gun yourself. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you can throw pencils at the guy and stuff like that. Listen, I've heard it all. I've, again, no certain, some, been with someone for 21 years that told me all the stuff that they try to do. Half of it is, is stupid mm-hmm. because it's not going to stop anything. No. So why not arm the teachers that want to be armed? I don't know. It's, it makes it's so sense stupid. Well, you can't have guns in school. Why? Why wouldn't you? What do you think the What do you think the resource officers in in schools that have them are there for? I don't know. Oh, it's not going to happen here. That type of stuff gets people killed. Sure. But I, I mean, with that said, Exeter's got a good program in place. They've got those security vestibules. I'm. I think that is number one. Great. Number two. I think it's stupid that it's glass unless it's bulletproof. It is. When um, a certain someone that I've been with for 21 years, they just built the new school that she works at. Okay. They took an old building and they made it into a new school. Okay. They don't have one of those on the front. Well, yes, they do. But it's all glass. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I went around the school when it was being built. And as a person that has a little bit of background on defense and, and training, um, I thought that school was built retardedly. You can't have glass doors in the front of a school. Listen, I understand why. But you also then be smart, pull bulletproof glass. Yeah. Because glass can be shot through. If someone, this is the part that people, that, oh, if we ban all guns, something bad, gun crime won't happen. I've been doing um, gun crimes and papers on gun crime and research papers since I was in seventh grade on, you know, banning guns if it works and doing all the background check. It doesn't work. It just doesn't work because that's just in the meaning that people think that they don't uh, that that people will follow laws. Murdering people is illegal. Shooting people is illegal. Joe Biden saying standing out in front of your house and firing shotgun up into the air is illegal. People break laws every day. You break laws every day. I break laws every day. Right. And sometimes when people are barely going over the speed limit, listen, I'm trying to break that that speed limit. I'm trying to break the law for real, not just little little couple points. But when it comes to our kids, there's nothing more important or even the teachers. Like after those school shootings that happened a bunch of years ago, my wife and my kids went were in the same building all day long. I could if a school shooting ran in and did whatever they do, I could have lost my my entire family. Mm-hmm. Okay. So no one cares about this more than me. It's a great point. Right. You have to have someone there that is going to stop evil people. It's true. End of story. And the only way you stop an evil person is with a gun, if they have one. Even a knife, like we talked about before the show. Yeah. That guy that attacked that cop with a with an axe. He Kill shot him. him. <laughs> you got <laughs> this whole this this premise that well you can't shoot people or just shoot them in the knee. Listen, I have friends that are cops. I've known some been some good friends. I am not putting them. myself in that danger. Sorry. No hell no. I'm going center well, mass. That's he, it. He only had an axe. Um, yeah. Did you ever hear the term axe murderer? That axe could have chopped my head off. Right? And the cop put two in his chest and put him down. Okay. Yeah, it's over. Right. So why not have the ability to do that? And it's not like this. People can carry concealed. And the point is, is you don't have to have what teachers are this or this or this. Listen, we have a trained person. It can be on the DL. The only people that know are administration. 
I have advocated for a long time that every block in America should have a sign on it, okay, on a, on a post that says X number of people on this block own a gun. Right. Four of the 11 houses on this block own a gun. It's up to you decide which, to decide which four it is. Good luck. Right. I did a TikTok that said it was my first ever TikTok. I'm not real big on TikTok, but I did one. It was a why do you know why anti-gun people don't put signs out in front of their house saying they're anti-gun? Because that would be as stupid as gun free zones. That's right. And it is. Yep. Well, why don't you if you're anti-gun, virtue signal, baby. Put your put your put your Show virtue signaling outside. Show everybody. Right? It's the same reason why I don't put it outside of my house that I am pro gun and that I own guns. Is because some idiot would come in and try to take them. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't work out well for them, but my point is, is it, go ahead, virtue signal. You're anti-gun, put it out front of your house. Yeah. Say that there's no guns on this premises. They're dangerous. Good. Why don't you do that? It's the same reason we lock our front doors. You lock your front door? I lock, I lock every damn door in my okay. house. I I'm trying up. to encourage people. <laughs> what, for body counts? <laughs> <laughs> It would not be so. I don't even think they get past my pit bulls. So, back to the show. Mm. So little, the security little job, rant. little gun rant, the security job. Uh, so, so they had a little bit to say about it. Revised school safety and security coordinator job description is recommended that the board of school directors approve the revised school safety and security coordinator job description. A second. We have a motion and a second. Any discussion? Yes. Uh, Dr. Heller or Ms. Harris, if you guys would like to add anything else to this. Uh... So I'd like to point out the reason why we added it back to the agenda was there was a request that the position. I'm so happy she's superintendent, but one thing I've known about her since I've known her for, what, almost 30 years. Now that she's superintendent and she has gotten her dream job, act like it. Her voice, she's always been so sweet. She's so kind. I'm like we're talking, take lessons from George speaking yeah. to the mic like this. I am God, and I've just, sweet girl, sweet girl, very nice, always been very sweet. You to me and either. George need to flip mic techniques. Yes, it's like she's so nice, and she's so she's so sweet. She's so she's so soft spoken. Yeah, and I think with the things that she's a superintendent now, she has to be at least Doctor Minor. You knew she was pretty evil. Yeah. <laughs> report to the superintendent uh, so that was changed also after having our solicitor review it uh, Sharon suggested that we add about compliance with training so that uh, piece was also added as well um, in uh, starting the application process uh, we have realized in uh, speaking to others that uh, the salary of $60,000 is probably a um, bit low for what this position entails and the the more correct range for the position would be $75,000. Shock me. Okay, let's start with she says 60. Uh Dr. Muzagulajewski said it would be between 50 and 60. I'm going 50 and saying that taking it to 75 do I hear 80? 50, do I hear 80? Do I hear 85? Do I hear and it's worse? Is a 50% hike in your initial estimate. Mm -hmm. At 60,000, it is a 25% hike. And let's be clear on this. What exactly is the person going to be doing again? Shuffling papers. Okay. So originally, and I would assume that I'm not the only one, I thought this was going to be an armed person on no, campus. They never said that. Ever said that. Then it's just me taking it out of context. Yep. 
Nope. This Shuffling is papers. Safety and security so what's, coordinator. What's the credentials of having this job? Uh, one of them is they would like to have they would like to have law enforcement uh, for shuffling papers. For shuffling papers. Right now, this job is done by Dawn Harris. She, I'm telling you, this person is going to be the one who makes sure that all the boxes are checked. This school had their safety uh, training. Uh, training. This school had their, this school had that, this school had that. So we did our fire drill. We did our right. this drill. We all did this that drill. kind of, we did our tornado drill. 75 grand for that? Plus benefits. It's going to be 110 grand. Where do I apply? Uh, school district. It'll be building. full-time though. I ain't doing it that. will be full-time. You don't need that aggravation. No. Although full-time in a government job. Yeah, but you got to, no. You still got to be somewhere between and I can't come and do this show. This is worth way more True. than $75,000 a year. It Jerry. really is. Free is worth way more than 75 k <laughs> It's freedom. But I also like it. Yeah, my freedom. Yeah, it's my, uh, my freedom. I had a conversation with a buddy like that. I said, how much is... He said, oh, you know, I did a sales job. I only made, you know, 80 bucks running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And I said, that $80, you could have... Would you rather have that $80 or time spent with your kids? He's got two young boys. He said, I, I would have spent that time with my boys. I said... There you go. Wrong choice. <laughs> $80. You know how much blow and hookers you could get for that? Not much. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Not now. <laughs> I'm told. I'm Thanks, told. Biden. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. So, okay. That's uh, that's the show. We were going to have a, uh, a, 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 a an applicant for that security job, but uh, the guy couldn't call in. No. So he we'll would, try to get him next week. He was doing training. Because we're uh, we're almost an hour and a half in. Are we really? <laughs> we're almost an hour and a half in. It always goes long, Jerry, because it's fun. So it's a good thing that he couldn't make it. Guy's name is Barney, so you know. Uh, we'll get him next character. week. Interesting character. Yeah. He's from the Death Barrel, isn't he? Something like that. I don't know. So, folks, if you want to call, uh, we, we'll do a phone segment now. Uh, 484 668 one six six three four eight four six six eight one six six three to uh, call and bend our ear and tell us why we're wrong or why we're right. If I'm you, I'm telling us why we're right. So while we're waiting, do you want to talk about what we t- wanted to talk about this about with Connie and the the song? Um, it could be a longer conversation though. Yeah, well, you know, maybe next week again. Yeah, maybe next do, week we have to come up with another song. Okay, definitely. All right. <laughs> I know you love I'll singing. I'll work on it. I know you love singing. I'll work on it. I actually have a friend who could do it. Uh, I would not torture you by coming in and doing them. Okay. Or helping out or singing background or anything like that. My voice is pretty bad. We could we could get you to, to have done the announcement mm. part. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> How many do takes that? are we going to do? Yeah, I could do that for you. <laughs> That's <laughs> what, my, my takes voice, all day. It's, it's the only thing close that I can sing is like Eddie Vedder. That's it. Okay, we got a call coming. Okay, are you ready? Hello, it's the Exeter Underground. You are on the air with Kevin Jerry. Oh, hey, Kevin Jerry, it's Penny. Hi, Penny. How you doing? How you doing, Penny? Uh, I am so good. Uh, I just want to let you know that my name is Penny, and I am uh, a woman, and I have red hair, and I'm wearing a blue shirt and shorts and tennis shoes. And my pronouns are the, she, it. <laughs> okay. 
Did she just say shit? Penny's coming with the jokes. <laughs> nice one, Penny. Very What's good. up, Penny? Penny, you there? She, she, she just. Still there? Penny, you there? Think we lost her? Yeah. Did we lose her? We yep. lost her. It's gone. A little beep beep. Oh wait, she's calling back. Penny, we lost you. What the hell did you do? Penny. Yes. We lost you. What did you do? I don't know. I don't know. I went off to some universe. Okay. So what's going on? What, what do we well, have I, on your I just, mind? I, I, I was just so excited that you explained that clock thing. Yes. That was important to get out about the clock. Yeah. 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 I had no idea. So what could we uh, turn that clock to? Well... I think Flavor Flav should uh, turn that clock over onto the school board. Did you just call Mike Chapina Flavor Flav? Who else walks around with a clock around his neck? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. turn it on the school board. Okay, what specifically uh, should we time? Hmm. Well, maybe uh, we can time uh, uh, when they'll get the budget in, in, in check. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we would need to use like a calendar for that, not a clock. Oh, what about uh, third graders reading at uh, at level? Okay, there you go. That's a good one. So um, somebody should write in to Mike and tell him to change the clock. Flavor Flea. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> there you go. So change it over to getting third graders proficient in reading. 100%. That was the goal, right? Yes. There's the there's the new clock. But that doesn't make other people look bad. No, it doesn't. That's all why he does stuff. <laughs> Cheery, the people over the, the other one on Exeter. Yeah. So, okay, Penny, anything it. else? No, nope, that's it. Okay. Well, thanks for calling. Thanks, again. Penny. Have a good night. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I think she, I think she had her uh, radio or whatever on. Probably listening could to hear it. it in the background. Got to start telling people to turn yeah. down your radio. Yeah, t turn down your sound source. Mm -hmm. Be it you know Alexa get, or whatever. We get so many callers that we have to start doing this. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but like, please preface it by putting you turning your radio down. Well, there is the old radio adage mm. that you will less than one half of one percent of your audience will call. Really? Yeah. Well, we could hire bots to call in too. We could do that. You know, we're not going to No, I'm not that interested in hearing from people. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Personally, I like hearing myself. So that is the Exeter underground for this evening. Episode 19 is in the can. We thank you for joining us for listening and, uh, for, for participating. I urge you to listen uh, next week to episode number 20. Kev will be here. I'll be here. And um, we'll have more to say because there's going to be a supervisor and a school board meeting next week again. I can't wait to start doing the shows after these events. Yeah. At the RCC. Yeah. Oh, dude. We, we, we should we do, could one do a from, show. Yes. From. Yes. Yeah, we can work that. Definitely. We can work that deal. That'd be fun. 
So I urge you to uh, check out the Exeter Examiner. Check it out on Facebook. Go to exeterexaminer.us. We try to cover the news for Exeter. And, uh, of course, you get the analysis here on the underground. Opinions. Opinions. Opinions Remember, we have to preface that they're only opinions. It's not fact. Ted told me last week, he said, what happened to your, what happened to the, uh, to the disclaimer? I was like, you did that. I don't (laughs) give a damn about that. I don't care about that disclaimer at all. We don't actually think that Bob was was asleep on, (laughs) on a, on a lazy boy and woke up and decided he needed to talk. I mean, it's a possibility. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. Yeah. (laughs) These, this is all spoken in hyperbole. Yes. We're joking. Comic. (laughs) Satire. So that is the Exeter Underground. We will see you next week. Get the show, anything that you missed, and tell 10 friends, by the way. You can get it at your favorite podcatcher. Look for us on uh, Facebook on the Exeter Examiner. We'll post a link to the podcast. And join us next week, would you please? Thank you. Good night. Peace, peace. Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media.